Welcome to Bible Study with the BWE Ministerial Team. The Bible says, study to show yourself approved. Sit back and listen and learn and be blessed. Thank you for joining us. Well, good evening, listeners. Thank you for tuning in for another Bible study online with BWE. It is indeed my honor and pleasure to introduce one of our newest ministers, um, Pastor Sharon Bush, who will be teaching tonight on faith, something that we all need, something that we struggle with at times, but something that can get us to where we need to be in this life. So we thank you again. Dee Lee, uh, hello, how are you doing? God bless you on Facebook. Thank you so much for joining us. And without any further ado, I'm going to go ahead and introduce you um, to the speaker of tonight, um, Pastor Sharon Bush. And Brenda, welcome. Raphael, welcome on Facebook. Dennis, welcome. God bless you. Well, God bless you tonight. God bless you tonight. Thank you so much, um, CEO Dr. Jacqueline King. I'd just like to say good evening to everyone, how you're listening via media, whatever access that you're using tonight, whether it be Facebook, whether it be Twitter, whether it be whatever, how you're listening to us. I would just like to say praise the Lord and have a wonderful evening. I'm so glad that I'm with you tonight, and I'm excited. Excited about the things of God, and I hope you had a wonderful Resurrection Sunday. Because truly, you know, in this day and this hour, the world just came and you know exalted Jesus. But we don't want this just to be a one day and a one week event because we know that what He did was for the salvation of all our souls, and we are grateful for everything that He did and what He provided. So on this evening, you know, he gave me, the Lord gave me some insight on some things to share with you. And prayerfully, by the time that I'm done, I just believe that you will be excited down in your soul. So all of those that are listening, I don't want you to just listen. Get your Bibles. Grab your Bible so that you can see that the things that I'm saying is just something that is written in the Word of God because what does the scripture say? That the word of God will, what, heaven and earth will pass away, but my word shall stand forever. So we need to know that when we are hearing people speak and when people are talking to us from the word, that it is actually written. And therefore, once we know that it's written, we can take hold of it and we can go to God with everything that's written. Because we can say, Father, you told me in the word of God that you can what? He said, come, let us reason together. So, therefore, we're just going to do a little studying in the Bible today. So, this is what it's called, Bible study. So, tonight, before we get started, truly, I'd like to give honor to God tonight, who is the head of my life, and I just thank him for that. And then next, I'd like to give a shout-out <laughs> to our overseer, director, apostle, Dr. Oscar Underwood, 
and also to a wonderful woman in Christ, a queen, CEO of BWE, Dr. Jacqueline King. And then to all the other ministers and to all the people in the gospel and to the vineyard, I just like to say I honor you as well in the name of Jesus. So before we get started, let's just break open the word of God with prayer today. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you and we praise you for this opportunity to come before you tonight. We thank you, Lord God, and we pray that the word of God will go forth with free course, power, demonstration, anointing of the Holy Spirit. Now, Father, I thank you and I praise you that as I speak tonight, that I decrease the more and the Spirit of God will increase in me. Lord, that everything that will be said and done will be given you glory. Everything that will be said and done, there will be no flesh but the Spirit of God, that the hearers will be benefited. It will be sought unto them, Lord. It will be an encouragement to them, and it will let them know that in this day and this hour, I truly can run on. And I just want to give you praise, glory, and honor in Jesus' name, amen. So as um, we get started today, I want to speak to you regarding speaking the word only. But in the quest of us speaking the word only, I want to add that we need to speak the word in faith. And therefore, it's going to, it's going to require something of us. It's not just going to be having other people pray for us and, you know, you go to church, pray for me, pray for me. No, we have a part to play in this, that we need to learn and be a part of what the word of God is saying and doing up in our lives. So we have a responsibility because I believe us in Second Timothy when he said to study to show ourselves approved, a workman unto God that needeth not to be ashamed. So we need to know when it comes to the word of God and we come to this Christian life that we're in, we need to know what the benefit package, what it holds for us. And, you know, Jesus, we just celebrated the resurrection and everything that he did on the cross. When he got done, I was talking to a friend of mine today, and he said, it is finished. So I want you to know tonight, whatever it is that you're going through, Jesus has already paid the price for it. But what we need to do is get into agreement with what has already been said and what has already been done, and we need to apply the principles of what the Word has said as to what we to do, as to how we're to lay hold on the promises of God. So, therefore, I want you to go with your Bibles. We're going to go to the beginning. And I want to just start there because that sets the foundation for what we want to talk about today. So we want to go to Genesis chapter 1, and we're going to start at the beginning, which is verse 1. And the Bible tells us, it says that in the beginning, God. He says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. See, this is what I want you to know. Even in the first two verses here, it says, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was out form. It was dark. It was void. It was empty. So there's times in your life when it seems like it is dark, it is void, it is empty, and the enemy will come to tell you that everything is bleak, you have no hope. But then there's the clause. It says, And the 
Spirit, the Holy Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. So the Holy Spirit will move upon any and every situation that you could ever encounter in this life. And then verse number three, it says, and God said. And that's what I want you to see. And and God said. And he's going on throughout that chapter, and he starts to say some things that he wants in the earth. So there's some things that is going on the earth while the earth was dark and empty and void. He began to speak what he wanted to be in the earth. So in the place of the darkness, he said, let there be light. So if you're in a dark situation, God has given us the example that we can what? Speak light and light to a dark and a dismal situation. You say, well, Pastor, that was God. It is not us. But okay, now let me tell you, drop down to verse number 26. So therefore, I'm going to just let you know that you are just like God and you are just like God in the earth. He said in Genesis 1 and 26, and God said, let us make man in our image. Now, who is the us? It is the Godhead, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. He said, and we will make a man in our image and after our likeness, and let him and them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the face of the earth. So God created, listen at this, God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female. Listen out there, men, that thinks that women don't have a voice. But he said God created male and female, created he them. We are created in the image and the likeness of God. So what am I saying? You are a speaking spirit. Psalms 8 says, what is man that thou art mindful of him, that he has made us a little lower than the angels? What that translation means is he has made us a little lower than him, the Godhead, that we can speak in the earth and we can call things that be not as though they were. So things that seem dark, we can begin to speak light. Amen? So we are the exact duplication of God that's in the earth. Because, see, God can come back, and Jesus can come back off the cross. He cannot come back and, you know, say the things that we need. Let there be light. Let there be money. Let there be this. No. He says, this is why I I put you in the earth. I created you so that now... You can be the exact duplication in the earth. You can be the one that can speak things and cause things to change. So, therefore, now that we have set the foundation that I'm letting you know who and what you are, that when you begin to speak things, things have got to happen. You know, the world had coined the face a long time ago that when E.F. Hutton speaks, you know, people listen. No, when God speaks, when you speak, things change. So I want you to know and have the confidence in what the Word of God says and who you are in Christ Jesus. We are made in his image and in his likeness. And I just want to interject here, and in God, and I don't believe he had any inferiority complexes. I don't think he had any self-esteem issues. So when you find these things coming up into your life saying, oh, I can't do this, oh, I'm shy, oh, oh, I'm this, no, that didn't come from God because God in himself, 
He is all things, all knowing, all creative, all everything. So he is not dealing with any self-esteem issues. So when those things come, you tell that thing to get thee behind me, Satan, because that came from the world system. It came from Satan, and it did not come from your father who said that you were wonderfully and creatively made in him. So in the beginning, God created. And then after he created everything, he turned everything over into your hands. He said, now I've got a man in the earth that will be able to speak and do some things, the same thing that I'm doing. Now, as we begin to speak, I want you to know that we need to speak the word of God in what? Faith. Now, turn your Bibles with me to Hebrews chapter 11. Glory be to God. I'm going to give you just a second to get there. So they call it the, what, the Faith Hall of Fame. So Hebrews chapter 11 and verse number 1, and it says, now faith. It didn't say tomorrow faith. It said now faith, not yesterday faith or not five minutes from now faith, but faith is now the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now, if I were to ask you or any person in church circles all over the world, anywhere, I would say, what is faith? And everyone will quote this scripture. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Okay, fine. That is a description and a definition of what faith does, but what is faith? And faith is simply your ability and to trust God, to have confidence in him on a daily basis. That's all faith is, learning how to lean on, to rely on, and to trust God, and to take God at his word. That is what faith is, learning how to trust and believe God. So whatever God has said, you can take it to the bank because whatever he said, he's able to bring that thing to pass. And I love the part in the scripture, and I think he said it, you know, uh, something like this, that my word shall not return unto me void. He says, but it shall accomplish, it shall do everything that he sent it to do. And I thank God for the word of God that when we begin to speak the word of God, it changes our circumstances. It changes us. But you know what? And then a lot of times, oh, I don't want to get ahead of myself on that one point, but I'm going to come back to that. But we want to say that now faith is the substance. So therefore, when you start speaking the word in faith, you're going to have the desired results from what you speak. Then you're going to have some substance that's up in your hands. Now, Hebrews 11 and 3, and it says, now, through faith. See, these are some things that can happen when we operate and trust and believe and have in confidence of God. And it goes back. It says, through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made by things which do appear. See, that's the same thing in the beginning when God said, and there was darkness upon the face of the earth. He said, the things that we see now, they weren't always there. God has to find a man in the earth and some things that's going on now that will be able to speak and the things shall manifest itself in the earth. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed. So there's some things that are going on in your life that you need to frame your world by the things that you say. Glory be to God. Don't sit up there and say the thing of what it is. 
So if you are in lack and if you need the money and your children go ahead, don't keep calling that thing what it is. You call that thing according to what you want it to be. The Bible says you call that thing that be not as though it were, or you call that thing as though it already is because it is according to the word of God. Glory be to God. He says through faith we understand. Through trusting and believing God, we understand. So now you say, well, Pastor, I understand that, but it sounds like everything that I've heard, that faith, it seems so unattainable. It's like, pray for my faith. People say, pray that I get more faith. Pray that my strength in the Lord. But see, this is the Bible's way. He said, this is how we obtain faith. See, because everyone has faith. See, Romans 12 and 3, the Bible tells us that, he says, for I say, through the grace given unto me. See, this has been given unto me. He says, to every man that is among you, not to think himself more highly than he ought to, he said, but to think soberly, to think balanced, to be clearly, according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. See, and I want you to look at this one word. He says, the measure. Because a lot of times when people quote that verse, they say God has given to every man a measure. See, he didn't give every man a measure. He gave every person the measure, which means he gave everybody the same measure that was starting out. He didn't give me any more than he gave you, or he didn't give you any more than he gave the next person. Everybody started out on the same platform with the same measure. Glory be to God. And I thank God for that glory. Hallelujah. It says, okay, now that we know that we have some measure and the measure of faith, how can we be like Mark when he says, when you say to the mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt, you shall have whatsoever what you say. See, this is what they call developing in faith. See, everyone didn't start out speaking to the mountain, but you started speaking where you were. So as you begin to develop in your faith, and then how do you do that? You immerse yourself in the word of God. You find yourself listening to the word of God. See, the word of God says that over in Romans 10 and 17, you can write this one down. He says, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. See, even a faith, faith coming by having heard. So I want to get that out there now, because sometimes you're going to church, and you're listening to the word, and the preacher break open his text, and we're going to talk about faith today. Now faith is, and you go, I heard that already. I heard that already. But see, God knew you didn't hear it properly, because if you heard it already, there's some things in your life will be, you know, you'll be able to see the results from what you heard. But he didn't say always by the things you heard. He says by you hearing and you hearing and you hearing. And the more you're hearing the word of God, things will start to stir up on the inside of you. And then that thing will say, I got it. See, you don't get it on the first go round. It says by hearing and hearing. See, we're forever learning in the things of God. The Bible tells us we're going from faith to faith. 
So you will never arrive. You will never get to the point where you will never be reaching and searching and stretching after the things of God. There's always deeper levels in God. There's always things that you're striving for, and you're going to obtain that through faith. Glory be to God. See, and it said then, and I love this part too, as being developed, and it says, you start out even as a grain of a mustard seed. That's why I said you start where you are. Don't be intimidated and don't allow anyone to intimidate you for where you are at the beginning. So if you're at the beginning, you speak, you believe, you trust, and things happen, boom. You're at the next point in your life. You speak, you trust, you believe, boom. Why? You're being developed. If you need a car, and if you're standing out in a Volkswagen, fine, that's good. If you started out with a hoopty, that's fine, that's good. But when you start getting into the Word of God, and you start seeing that God has promised you some things, and those things don't necessarily mean what people want you to have, because sometimes you can want a car and need a car, and somebody want to give you that hoopty. But you know what you God in your spirit that God wants you to drive a Benz, and you start holding on to what God has placed up in your heart, and you start putting the word of God, and you start speaking the word of God in faith, and you don't back down, you don't waver, you don't give in, you don't cave in, you don't quit, and you will see the results of your faith. Because the Bible says, according to your faith, be it unto you. Glory be to God. So therefore, when you start hearing the word of God, don't turn it off to a deaf ear and say, I heard that. Because God has got something new that you can hear, and it's birth new every time you hear it. You can rehearse the same scripture over and over and over, but you go in one day, boom, God breathes new life upon that scripture in the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. And I thank God for that this night. Hallelujah. I tell you, I'm excited, and I, I just hope you, you're excited too because when we start to speak the word of God in faith, things happen. Your situation will not and cannot remain the same because you have faith. What did Hebrews say? The word of God will not profit you unless what you mix it with faith, unless you trust him and have confidence in him. He said that you can have confidence in what he says and the things that you say. He said, believe it and you shall what? Receive it. And you can have it when? Right then. So don't allow the enemy to make you think, well, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. You prayed it now. It didn't happen. Oh, shut up, devil. And that's what you got to do. Tell that devil, shut up. We allow him to talk too much. When we were in the world, we didn't allow the devil and we didn't allow people to be all up in your face. Tell me, do you know this? You know that? You know, we used to play the diligence. You know, you put that little stick up on your shoulder and carry on, and you want to say, your mama, your this, your that. And what you do? Oh, you stayed and you stepped up in there. So that's what you do to that devil. You step up and you stop telling that devil, shut your mouth. This is what has already been provided for me through the word of God, through faith, through my trust, through my belief in God. Everything that I desire, not just my needs, according to Psalm 37, he said, if I commit my ways and myself unto him, he will give me the desires of my heart, what, through faith, through trust, through my confidence in him. So things that are going on, you speak the word in faith. I do not care how dire it looks, how dead it looks. I don't care that it looks hopeless. But as you begin to speak the word of God, oh, and this is a scripture right here. This is what it says here in Romans 10 and 8. Mm, This is what I want you to see. He says, Romans 10 and 8, he says, but what says that? The word is God's word, the written word. 
the Zoe word, the Rhema word, the prophetic word. He says, the word is nigh thee, even in thy what? Mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. Now, did you see that? See, a lot of people, they rush over that. It says, what you going to say? The word is near you, in you. And then I heard David in Psalms, that word have I hidden in my heart that I might not say it against you. So you got to play something. That's what I told you in the beginning, that we have to have a responsibility in this. We have to place the word up in our heart. And after the word gets into our heart, the one part of Matthew, he says, out of the abundance of my heart, my mouth is going to speak. So if I got the true word of God in me, I'm going to begin to eventually start speaking the things that's in my heart as long as it's lined up according to the will of God. And everything that I ask according to the will of God, he said he will not withhold any good thing from me because I'm walking upright, I'm talking upright, I'm living upright, I'm doing the best that I know how to do according to the word of God. He says, what saith it? The word is. See, this is what I want you to see, how clear the word is and how much power the word carries. Just like in the beginning, God spoke and things happened. He says, what saith it? The word is near me. It's in my mouth. He said, and then it's in my heart. That is the word of faith. Look at that. The word of faith which we preach. And what am I saying? The word carries faith all by itself. It just needs to be spoken. It needs somebody to put the word up these pages into their heart and then out of their mouth. And he says, and it's carrying the faith to produce the evidence of what it is that we're asking for. Faith produces Evidence. Faith produces the substance. Faith, the confidence, the believing, the relying, the trusting on God, it produces the end result. Glory be to God. Now I want to get you to where I want to go for the word of the Lord that he gave me today for the people of God. Ooh, I'm excited. I'm so excited. Glory be to God. And if you have your Bibles, which I still hope you do, I want you to turn with me over to Exodus, Old Testament. Yep, we still do Old Testament around here. Amen and amen and amen. I want you to go to Exodus, and I want you to go to chapter 4 for me. And I want you to start, and I'm going to give a couple of excerpts from two passages here and, you know, dealing with some of the... uh, the prophets and some of the men and women of God, a couple of them are going to take out. And then over in Exodus chapter 4, and I want you to look at verse number 11. And this is God when he's talking to Moses at this particular time. And he is trying to get Moses engaged in his miracle. He's trying to get Moses engaged and being comfortable we're speaking the word of God. So this is what is going on to this day. You know, when the enemy is coming in, you know, everybody quote that scripture. When the enemy comes in, when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Lord will raise up a standard. But the proper translation of that is 
when the enemy comes when the enemy comes in. Boom. Like a flood, the spirit of God is coming. See, we don't want to give the enemy too much, you know, praise. Oh, and the enemy come in like a flood. He ain't coming in up here like no flood. God is coming in like a flood. And God is the one that's going to raise the standard. God is the one that's going to be exalted more in that situation. Not the devil. So, but here it is, God is talking to Moses here over in Exodus chapter 4. And this is something, I don't know if you ever seen it or heard it, but this is what he put in me today to let you know. Over in Exodus chapter 4, and then let's drop down to verse number 11. And it says this, And the Lord said unto him, him who? Moses. He said, Who has made man's mouth? Did you see that? He said, who has made man's mouth? He didn't say, who has made your hands? Who has made your feet? Who has made your ears? He didn't say any of that. He said, who has made your mouth? He says, now I want you to go, therefore, he says, and I will be with your mouth. Check this out. He said, I'm going to be with your mouth, and I'm going to teach you what you should say. So that corresponds to over in the New Testament is everything that you say. When you speak the word only, when you speak what God says, he says, I'm going to be with you, and I'm going to be with your mouth. He said, because I'm looking and I'm moving over the world. I'm going, my eyes are going to and on the earth. I'm watching what he said over my word to perform it. If there's no word being spoken, God can't perform anything. So I want to encourage you. It's that God, I speak life. See, too many times the enemy, he will get us caught up in thinking that we can't, you know, when we speak the word of God, that it's up to us to bring it to pass. See, God didn't tell us that. He says, you speak the word of faith. I'm going to do the one. I'm the one that's responsible of bringing this to pass. All I need you to do is trust in me. All I need you to do is rely on me. All I need you to do is speak my word in faith. He said, and I'm the one that will give you the desires of your heart. I'm the one that's responsible as my word is going forth, that it won't return unto me void, but it's going to accomplish that what I sent it to do. He said, and not only is I going to accomplish it, he said, I'm going to prosper it. See, and then it comes in that he said he's going to prosper what the word of God is, is saying and he's going to be with your mouth what he's saying. He said, stop speaking what you want to happen in your life. Stop speaking what you see. Oh, my kids, they they as bad as this. They as bad as You're just like your daddy. Sorry, no good. Not so. My kids are blessed. They are highly favored. They Every place the soles of their feet go upon, they are blessed coming in. They're blessed going out. That's the same thing with you. Whatever your place and your hands find to do, it shall prosper. And you start speaking the word up over your life. And see, the enemy has made someone, and I hear it now. They have spoken the word. This is what God going to do. I'm believing this, and I'm believing that. And then it don't come to pass when you think it or somebody else think it should happen. And then here come your naysayers. I thought you said it. I thought you said your God. Oh, no, 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 no. Just hold on one minute. See, just keep on watching. Keep on looking. 
See, and they want to just back you in a corner when the enemy says that you don't want to speak the word. But the Bible says don't get weary in well-doing. What's that mean? Don't get weary in speaking the word. I don't care what it looks like. You keep speaking that word because that word is going to bring results because the Bible tells me the word of God is quick and it's powerful and it's sharper than any two-edged sword. Glory be to God. You speak that word. So he said unto Moses, who has made man's mouth? He said, so you go wherever it is that I tell you to do, and I'm going to teach you what you should say. And when God gets involved in your speech, things going to happen. Because the devil don't know who's speaking. He's going to speak it just like God's speaking. So in the beginning, God said, and he's going to look at you. You said in the beginning, I said, what am I saying? I'm saying what the word is saying. So the enemy don't know if it's God, if it's Jesus, or if it's you. Because God, it carries the same power. The Bible tells me it's the same spirit. It's the same power. It's the same word that raised Jesus from the dead. It's the same power and word that will raise you from your current situation. Glory be to God. Speak the word only in faith. Quit speaking what you see. Because the Bible says the things that you see, they're temporary and they're subject to change. And how are they going to change? They're going to change by the word of God. But they're only going to change if you do what we've already talked about, put in the word of God in your heart and then put in the word of God in your mouth. And then out of your heart and your mouth, your wrist going to start speaking. Out of your mouth is death and life comes the power to come. So what you going to speak? Speak life. Speak the word of God. Speak the word of God. Well, I ain't got nothing else to do. Uh, but you got everything to gain. Why? Because you're speaking the word of God, the creative word of God. But look at that. I ain't got nothing else. Well, the only thing I have left to do is... No, that's your first thing to do because that's what's going to get the results. He says, now go and I'm going to be with your mouth. Glory be to God. And then I'm going to read it to you out of the New Living Translation. It's the same scripture in verse number 11, Exodus 4. And it says, Then the Lord asked Moses, Who makes a person's mouth? Now you go. So now God is commissioning us. Now you go. Get off the sideline. Quit sitting on the duck of the bay, wasting time, watching clouds go by. Come on. He says, You get up and you go. And you be encouraged, and you start speaking the things that I have put in your heart to speak. Don't be afraid to speak what I've told you. He says, because I will not have you be made ashamed. He says, now you go, and I will be with you as you speak. He didn't say, I'm going to be with you as you walk and talk, but we know that every place the souls of our feet go. But as you go, he says, you're going to speak something. You're going to declare something. You're going to speak something. You're going to declare something. You're going to decree something. What is that saying? You're going to decree a thing, and just like you're a king and a priest, you're going to decree something, you're going to declare something, and those things have to happen. He says, now you go, and I will be with you as you speak, and I will instruct you in what you're to say. Glory be to God. So as you go, you speak as God gives you to speak, and it will change your situation. Glory be to God. Now, we all we got that. So God is telling us he's going to be with our mouth. As we go, we speak. 
as we look at the things we won't change, it will change by the words that we speak. Now, I alluded to this one scripture right here, and this is what I want to say right now. And I want you to go to Ezekiel chapter 12, and I'm going to close out right up in here. Ezekiel chapter 12. Glory to God. It says, and the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, See, now God is talking to another one of his prophets. Amen. He says, the word of the Lord came unto me. So now you got to say, now the word of the Lord is coming unto me. See, because the word of the Lord is coming to you tonight. So that when you get up off of this air and, things, and you know, you turn off your social media network, whatever you say, the Lord, the word of the Lord came to me tonight. And I believe the word of the Lord. Because the Bible says, believe in your God. So shall you be established, believe in his purpose, so shall you what, prosper. And you say, Lord, the word of the Lord came to me this night, and I believe tonight that my faith has been increased. I believe tonight, God, that I shall speak and I shall have some things. I shall speak to the mountain, and that mountain will get up out of my way. Whatever the circumstances in your way, it has got to move. And I speak to it today. I speak to every obstacle, and I tell it to go now in Jesus' name. But this is what I want you to see, and the God is talking to Ezekiel. And Ezekiel writes it, he says, the word of the Lord is coming unto me, and it says, and that's verse number 21. He says, son of man, and this is about to hit home right here to everyone. He says, son of man, what is it, this proverb that you have in the land of Israel saying, the days are prolonged and every vision fails. Mm-hmm. He said, what is this proverb? What is this saying? What is this going on in the land that, you know, in Michigan, in California, in uh, wherever state you, whatever state you're in, wherever you live, all across this nation? He said, what is this proverb that you have that's going forth in the land saying the days are prolonged and every vision fails? See, that's the devil going to tell you the things that God told you that it ain't happening. That's what he says. And then verse 23, he says, tell them therefore. Now, see, God says, I'm coming down. I'm coming down in the midst of your circumstance because you did not cave in. You did not cave in. You did not quit. You did not back up. You did not digress. You did not wander to and fro. He says, you tell them, I said, I will make this proverb to cease and I shall no more, and they shall no more use it as a proverb in Israel, but Say unto them, the days are at hand and the effect of every vision. For there shall be no more any vain vision, come on somebody, nor flattering with the divination within the house of Israel. Here we go, verse number 25. He says, for I am the Lord, I will speak. 
He says, now I'm tired of this foolishness. And people are like, I thought you said, I thought you said the God that you serve, that you was going to do this and you was going to have this. I thought you said, ah, oh, God says, shut up. That's what he's saying here. He says, for I am the Lord and I am speaking. And the word that I shall speak, it shall come to pass. It shall no more be prolonged. What? Glory be to God. That's it right there. He said, the word that I speak over your life, it will no longer be prolonged. For in your days of rebellious house, he says, I will say the word and it will be performed in your life, says God. So if you can believe it, God says, and then verse 26, he says, again the word of the Lord came unto me, and he said, Son of man, behold, they that are the house of Israel, they say that the vision that he said is for many days to come, and he prophesied of the times that are far off. Therefore say unto them, God says, now we talking here. He says, therefore you say unto them, thus saith the Lord God. There shall none glory to God. Somebody ought to be getting excited. Somebody ought to be shouting right now. He says, there shall none of my words be prolonged anymore, but the word which I have spoken shall be done. Glory be to God. I'm excited. He said, the word is no longer being prolonged in your life. He said, this is the hour of manifestation. This is the hour that I am breathing life unto every word that has been spoken up out of your mouth. He said, as long as you don't cave in, as long as you don't quit, as long as you are waiting for me and expecting me, he says, I will not have you be made ashamed. He said, the things that I promised you, he said, those things are going to pass. He said, it's time now that you are going to see my manifestation in the earth. It's time now you're going to see my glory in the earth. He said, and not just glory that the people go in church and say, hallelujah, hallelujah, and you say, oh, didn't we have a time? He says, no, but when you leave up out of the house, when you leave up out of the church, when you leave up out of the office, he said, my glory will rest upon you. He said, your glory, the glory that has rested upon you is going to be seen upon many people. He says, because the glory is going to be tangible. The glory is going to be handable. You will be able to see, to touch, to handle the things that God has promised. He says, no longer is this going to be a proverb. No longer are you just going to be saying, the God that I serve, the God is help, the God is this. He said, you're going to walk in your healing. You're going to walk in your deliverance. You're going to walk in your prosperity. You're going to walk in your anointing. Because as Jesus died upon the cross, when he stretched forth his arms from east to west, he said, Father, it is finished. So everything that's in your life that you look at and wondering, oh, God, heal me. Oh, God, heal my marriage. Oh, God, I need to. He said, when you put the word of God up in your mouth and you start declaring and decreeing, I have a blessed marriage. I am above only and I am not beneath every place the soles of my feet tread upon. I have victory. He said, I am marching over my word. I'm trying to perform it in your life. I don't need you to vacillate. I need you to stand forth. I need you to stand 
Dig your feet down up in the ground and you will not move from what the word of God has said to you. I don't care who comes to try to talk you out of it. For one, the word wasn't given to them. For two, the word was given unto you. So quit talking the vision before it's time for it to come to pass. You just speak what God says speak. He said, and as you speak, I'm going to tell you what to say. I'm going to teach you when to say it. He said, because I don't want you casting your pearls before the swine. I don't want you giving out all the information before the time so that the ones that you think is in your corner, those are the ones that's doubting and unbelief and trying to say, I don't know how they're going to make it. Or some of the same ones will try to get the vision or try to get the jump over you from what God has placed in your heart. Learn how to keep the things quiet and the things that God has hidden up in your heart until it's time for it to just be revealed. Now, some things, there is a difference and a distinction between our profession and our confession and the things that we say, because the things that we confess before God, those are not all the things that we confess before people. So we got to learn to know when to, how they say, when to hold them, when to fold them. We got to know when we're speaking of God. We got to know when we're in our private time. We got to know when we're declaring and decreeing. But any time that we speak, we got to know and we got the confidence of saying that it is finished, that everything God said, it ain't no thing people go, oh, pray that this happens. No. God says he's already written your end from your beginning. It has already been mapped out before the foundation of the world. Before you hit this earth, God had already determined what you was going to be, how you was going to be, what you're going to do. He said it was already predestined what you go do. He says, so therefore, don't say, well, Lord, I don't know this. No, you tap into what the word of God is saying. You find the scriptures that say, beloved, above all, I wish above all things that you prosper, that you be in health, even as your soul prospers. You start speaking that up over your word, and you say, God, this is what your word has said about me. You say, lack is not my portion, but you say, I have come. This is what God says. He said, it's the thief that cometh to steal, to kill, and to destroy, but I have come. God says, I have come that you have life, and you have life that more abundantly. So when you get up in the morning, you just declare and decree, Father, I thank you because this is the day that you have made. I will rejoice in this day. I'm glad in this day. For blessed be the Lord God. You daily load me with benefits. And you start naming those benefits. Psalm 103 says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of thy benefits. Who handles my land? See, you start going through the benefits of what God is doing. But you've got to know what's in the word of God so you know what the benefit package is in it's here. So you get in that word. You study yourself, and once you find the scriptures to support God, to, to support what you believe in God for, you don't get up off of it. You don't get up off of that. And each time, I'm not saying that you keep, uh, you pray for the same thing today, you pray for the same thing tomorrow, you pray, no, 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 no. He said, just that you sow seeds into the ground. See, you don't go back and sow that seed today and then tomorrow, you go back and dig it up. And then you're going to go back and then pray it again. You dig it back up. You're like, no, 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 uh-uh. You pray that thing. You ask for what you want from God. And then after you ask that thing, you start speaking that thing, God, I know that it is already done. According to the word of God, it has already been provided for me. If you know how to take care of the lilies of the field and the birds of the air, I 
surely you know how to take care of me. See, and then you stay in that vein. But God says he's not an infidel. He knows how to take care of his children. And you say, God, I thank you that you're not just my Jehovah Jireh. You're not just my provider. But you're my father, my other father, and I know you know how to take good care of me. I know that you're not willing that I would perish. I know that you're not seeing that I'm being lost. And then David went on to say, I've never, see, I've never seen the righteous forsaken. Nor his seed being very wise. Because they speak in the word of God. You speak it, I don't care what it looks like. And it takes us all the way back to when we started in the beginning. In the beginning, the spirit of the Lord moved over the face of the earth, over the darkness, over the voidness. So whatever is dark in your life, whatever is void in your life, whatever is empty, whatever it needs replacing, you start speaking that. If you go to your refrigerator right now and it is bare, it's bare. You start speaking life to that thing. You start saying, Father, I thank you that my cupboards are full. I thank you now, God, that my refrigerator is full. I thank you, Lord God, we have an abundance and no lack. And you start praising that thing through and you start looking up somebody or start knocking on your door. If they ain't knocking on your door, somebody, you go to the uh, to the grocery store or the Whichever one y'all call it. He said, and then somebody come up and say, I don't know why I'm doing this. I said, I know why, because God has told you why. Because God is looking over his word. He's performing his word over my life right now. Quit looking to tomorrow. You say right now. Faith is now. The word that I speak is right now. I speak it in faith right now, God, and it is getting me results right now. I thank you, Lord, that you're hearkening unto the word that I say because you said you will be with my mouth, and I'm only speaking the things that you have said to speak. So, therefore, it has to get the desired results of what you said because I'm speaking the word only. I'm speaking the word only. I don't speak what I feel. Stop saying you don't know how you're going to come out of this. Stop saying I don't know. Stop saying I want to believe. But take the butt out of that thing and say, I trust you, God. If you stumbled in your faith yesterday, but today is a new day, God says he is faithful and his goodness and his mercy and his faithfulness, he said they are new Every day. So if you miss the mark yesterday, you get back up on that mark today. And you start quoting that word. And you start living that word. And you start speaking that word. Why? Because it's not you that's got to bring it to pass. It's God that is watching over his word. It is God saying, I'm not going to be making you ashamed. I am not going to allow you to be a laughing stock in this world. I'm not going to let you lose faith. I am taking you and bringing you to your high place. I am making the crooked places straight in your life, all because you choose to trust me. See, and that's what the enemy is trying to do now. So much mess is going on in the earth, in the world. He's trying to make you get up off of your confession. But I hear it, it says, Psalm 23, yay, though I walk through. He says, keep walking through it. And if you get blinded by what you say, close your eyes. If you need to do that, but you still trust God in the midst of it. Faith will produce evidence. 
it will produce evidence. According to the word, it says it is the title deed. So quit saying, Lord, heal me, and say, Lord, I thank you that I'm already healed. Quit saying, Lord, I need a blessing, and say, Lord, I thank you that I'm already blessed. Glory be to God. And that's what God gets involved in. He said, well, two of us, when we gather together and we touch and agree on the same thing. See, we're agreeing on the same thing. What's the same thing? That the word works. When we speak the word, it works. Glory be to God. Jesus can't come back no more. He says, I've handed this world over to you. He says, all the heavens belong to me. He said, but the secret things that I've revealed, he said, belongs unto the children of men. God says, I can't do no more. Untie my hands. Speak the word only. Speak the word in faith. Don't say, Lord, I don't know if. Don't say, if it be your will. No. Dig out the word. Find out what the promise is according to the word. And then you're going to take that if up out of your vocabulary. You're going to say, Father, I thank you for now unto him, me, that is able to do you exceedingly, abundantly, above all that I, me, could ever ask or think according to the power yours that worketh in me. See, make the word of God personal to you. Don't make it just be on the platform. Don't make it be just the pastor, the prophet, the apostle, the teacher. No. These signs follow them that believers. Are you a believer? And if you are a believer, he said, you can speak my word. I will be with your mouth as you speak my word. Glory be to God. Father, I thank you for the word of God. I thank you, Lord God, that your words that are going forth out of your mouth and out of my mouth, Lord, it shall not return unto you void, but it shall accomplish that which you place, and it shall prosper in the thing whereas to you have sent it. So, Father, I thank you now that the word of God that you have deposited in these 66 books, that they belong to me, the word of God have I hidden in my heart, Father, that I will be able to speak out of the abundance of my heart because I know that you care for me. I know, God, that you are watching over me. I know this, God, because I'm the apple of your eye. You start loving on God and he will start loving on you. And don't do that thing in the world talking about if you make one step, he's going to take two. That's not in the word. The word says if you draw nigh unto me, I'll draw nigh unto you. See, so therefore let us just look at what the word has said. Don't add and don't take away. Just believe it for what it says. Quit trying to reason it out. Quit that. Just believe what the word of God has said. The word said you're healed, you're healed. The word said you're delivered, you're delivered. The word says you're set free, you're set free. And whom the Son is set free is free indeed. The word says you're prospered, you're prospered. Every place the soul that you go up to lunch, he said, you will have exactly what you say. 
according to the word of God. Don't allow people, don't allow circumstances to make you back up from what God has said to you and about you. And my prayer tonight when we leave here that you are excited again about speaking the word. Now, Father, I pray that you stir up the gift of God in them. Stir up their excitement again. Stir up their trust. Stir up their confidence. Stir up their believing in you, God. You said if we lean on you, if we rely on you, if we trust in you, if we cast all of our cares upon you because you care for us, let them know, God, that you are with them. You will never leave them, nor will you ever forsake them. And I thank you, Lord God, that they're back on speaking the word. Just like that centurion said, Lord, I am not worthy that you come to my house, but if you speak the word only, I know my servant shall be here. So this is what I'm saying to you. If you speak the word only, because God is not a respecter of persons, but he is a respecter of faith. So therefore, we already talked about the mustard seed faith, and we always said that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word. So the more we hear, the more we speak. I have spoken as I have heard it. And I thank you, Lord God, that everything that I speak now in faith through you, I know that I have the desired results. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen and amen. So what do we say? Speak the word in faith, and you will have the desired results just like Hebrews 11 and 3. You will see that your world and your life has been framed by the words that you speak, and that's according to the word of God. And God is backing up his word to perform it in your life. Amen? Amen and amen. God bless you tonight. I hope you've been inspired by the word of God. I hope you've been encouraged by the word of God. And until next time, speak the word only. Good night, everyone.